Yo, guys, welcome back to the Beyond Football podcast. I'm excited to have Big Baller here. Newcastle's latest signing, England international, Matt Bonzo. Bro, thanks for jumping on, bro. No problem, man. Good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, it's good. We're going to obviously give you guys an insight into just how it is being an up-and-coming baller into the journey of a footballer moving abroad like at a young age and just how it is behind the scenes. So you already know the vibes that like, let's go all the way to the back. Oh, yeah. All the way to the start. Like, where did it where did it all start from? Was it was it always a dream? Um, I'd say so. I'd say so. Obviously, I've got an older brother. Um, so he was probably the person that I first started playing football with. Um like just like you know in the house in the garden things like that um and obviously like my dad he's like quite a big football fan as well so like ever since i was young like i've grown up around football um so yeah that's probably how it started off for me in terms of me like getting interested in it and things like that um so what what age did you actually start playing in that um i think i must have been about six six something like that five six years old um I probably first started playing like in terms of like with other people probably like at school um just like at break time and lunchtime things like that you know yeah, like that was yeah 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 that that was probably like the the first time I was playing against like people you know like obviously like when I was playing against my brother and that like you know because he's older than me and I was like a little kid at the time you know he'd he wouldn't take me serious you know because yeah. he was he had like his own, he was at his own stage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was probably I was about five or six at school, and then I ended up joining a team, um, a Sunday league team that was with a lot of my schoolmates. A lot of my schoolmates were in this team. Um, and that was like the first time I joined the team. And yeah, I was there for about two or three years, I think. Yeah. Um, so so it all started Sunday league. That's how it yeah. starts for most people. So you didn't go straight into like a academy or anything. Nah, not gritty. Yeah, yeah. Not I was I was at Sunday league for a good. It was at least two years, and I ended up getting scouted by Forest at a tournament. You know, like you know them ones that you have at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like where there's teams from everywhere coming to play. I ended up getting scouted at one of those, um, and. I think that season, the season I got scouted, I ended up like doing a mix of both, you know? So I was doing, some days I was training with like the boys at Forest um, and some days I was just training with my Sunday league team, you know, because like, mm. I think it was, I think it was my dad, you know, he was really big on me, you know, not not joining an academy like too soon because not he didn't me. want me to like, yeah, he didn't yeah, want me to like, he didn't want me to like be so serious about football too soon you know like he didn't want me to uh, like fall out of love before I actually got the chance to like enjoy it you know like he wanted to enjoy it a little that's good man because you know there's parents out there that obviously they force their children into the academy system they obviously obviously you had all your friends at the Sunday League Club and Mm, you didn't want to your dad did the right thing was obviously not taking away from your friends like missing out on that good childhood experience yeah yeah exactly and 
it's like it's like with anyone you know like or with anything even um like if you join like a like a new school or you join a new team you know you're not going to know anyone so like mm. it's going to be more difficult like he didn't want me to like go through that like at too young of age where I couldn't really deal with it you know so um yeah that was yeah so I had to like split both of them for for about a season before I ended up joining Forest I think I must I would have been about eight or nine years old at the time when I joined Forest so yeah that's that's decent that's still quite young as well so that's the the first time I've heard of someone obviously like splitting it like the Sunday academy it's mad how you're your dad obviously clearly knows the game of like what he mm. can do, because obviously Definitely. most parents would just be like, "What? I saw yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. My son's exactly. gone. He's not coming exactly. back here." They, they hear they hear a club's interest in them. Like, yeah, you're there. You're going there. That's what they do. That's, but that's really good, man. Yeah. But obviously, into the academy system at the age of nine now. That's that's big. Like, how was it? How was it for you? Like, in terms of obviously those friends you had that like, played for the school team and that. Like, leaving them and that going on that how is that when they call you big time at that young age yeah you know it was it was weird because like obviously like there were there were other like decent players you know like in the team and things like that you know like obviously none none were like none unfortunately were like ever good enough to like go to academies but um there were still like a few decent players and it was a little bit weird to me you know because at the end of the day like they're they're still all my friends they're all my boys and that you know so I'm not it's not like they they were like they were happy for me I could tell but at the same time like I kind of felt like a little bit of like a responsibility you know because they mm-hmm. even though even though like it sounds silly but even though I was like nine years old at the time like they still like looked up to me because I was playing for Nottingham Forest you know right yeah, yeah. a lot of, a lot of them because I was from Nottingham and all of them were from Nottingham a lot of them supported Forest and that as well so to have one of your friends playing for that team it's like a big thing so like yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was like a good feeling. It was a good feeling. <laughs> so at yeah, such was... a young age, what, you're nine now, you're just a guy in yeah. the ends. Exactly. Bonzo. <laughs> exactly. Guy not in the... No, that's <laughs> yeah, mad. Man. So going, going through, like, so being at the academy, like, Joe, how is it being, obviously, from, like, such a young age at nine and that, like, the transition from Sunday League to the academy, did you did you struggle with that? Even though you even though you had that like smooth transition, like a season, like yeah, how was that? I think I didn't find it too hard. I think maybe like the first like few weeks, you know, like because everyone there, like they all knew each other and things like that. So like it took me like a little bit of time to like integrate with the team and that. Um, but I didn't find it too difficult. I think. I was around like good people that made it easy for me, especially like at the start, like, you know, and I wasn't like rushed or forced into anything. You know? Like that's the thing with kids these days, like a lot of nine, eight, nine year olds, you know, as soon as they join an academy there, there's loads of things like forced upon them. Like yeah. when I joined, yeah, when I joined Forest, like it wasn't, it wasn't like that, you know, I, it was like, yeah, go at your own spit, go at your own pace, you know, like Sunday league is different to academy football, so you're not going to get it straight away. But um, yeah, I, I, um, I managed to, I managed to find it like not, not too difficult, the transition. No, that's good to hear, bro. It's good yeah. to hear that obviously teams are, teams are doing that and they're not forcing like young guys to obviously uh, leave what they have and just obviously get into that system because 
there's been loads of stuff like I know like the system once you get into that academy system from that young age just like for like the rest of your year the next 10 years you're in that bubble exactly, exactly. so what you experience in like your Sunday league team like obviously not not having the same funding not the same environment yeah. having like easy. different guys who are from different experiences that like, once you get into that academy system you don't have that you're in a bubble now like exactly for you. back then how was it that like, did you get like all your boots done, kit done? Um, yeah, like it was little things like that, you know. Like I think the biggest thing for me was probably like the the discipline that came with academy football, you know. So mm. at Forest, it was black boots, shirt tucked in, things like that, you know. Like that probably, you know, as a kid, like you don't really feel like that. I think that was part of the reason why my dad probably wanted me to hold back a little bit as well, you know, because. Mm. That's that's another re- that's another point of of it, you know. You've got to have black boots. Your boots have got to be clean. Your shirt's got to be tucked in. Um, you got to show respect to all the coaches, things like that, you know. Like they're from what? They're so from that young age, they're already yeah. instilling those. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like they're instilling the work, like the the characteristics you need to obviously be in the workforce from that young age. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's that's how it was, you know. It's the same way. It's obviously like the same way they, like in school, they teach you how to obviously write the date on top of the on top of yeah, your yeah. each page and everything. So that's just mad. like that, just like that. And the thing with that is like, it's like people listen to this, they'll it'll sound like crazy, like oh they had to do this, this, and this, like show discipline. But the thing, the thing about it is like, once you do it for a certain amount of time, like it just becomes like part of your routine. It's just natural, yeah. you know. So like. It's like with anything, you know, if you do it long enough for a certain amount of time, like it'll be, you'll just forget like you're even doing it. You'll just do it subconsciously, you know, but yeah, that was, that was part of it. That was, that was probably the biggest thing between Sunday league and academy football that I noticed. Yeah, that's good, man. But what do you think about the notion that obviously these academies and everything, like the whole football system, what do you think about the idea that it's all like a marketing business? So obviously the way that you said the discipline, they're yeah. obviously breeding the young players and the younger generation to yeah. obviously think in a certain way to meet their needs in the future. To obviously mm. make, what do you think about that? It's mad, bro. Because yeah, I think I, I see both sides of it. You know, I understand people that say, like, like parents and like academies, like young use kid, um, young use kids. You know, use young kids, <laughs> um. Uh, use younger kids like to like make money or market off something like this and but also like you've got to see the point like without like it's like with a lot of players you know like without academies and things like that like we wouldn't be as good as what what we are today you know because the fact of the matter is that academy coaching and things like that like yeah it's 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 like got its like discipline like I was talking about but also like the quality of it is better than what you're going to get a Sunday league you know because mm-hmm. Sunday league is Sunday league is like pe- the parent of one of the players you know taking time out of their weekend just to yeah, yeah, coach yeah. kids you know like that's what Sunday league is whereas academy coaches are full-time guys they know what they're doing things like that so I understand I understand both sides of it but at the end of the day you know you've got to think like there are benefits to it as well so yeah, yeah. I hear it, I hear it. That's obviously giving me a new view on it because obviously when you're deep in that, obviously 
the academy is the system it uses players to obviously feel the benefit yeah. for the future but in the same time they're they're providing quality they're providing a chance for people to change their lives so when you deep yeah. like that it's yeah it's mad yeah definitely man no because a lot of people just go on about how um that being in the system the system is rigged only one percent make it and that but yeah. When you see it, like, if you deeper that, like, it's true that like, it can be, it's like the disparity is mad, but they do provide a, a mad lifestyle for young players, to be honest, and the opportunity. Yeah. It's true, yeah. But it's just that the chances are not that high. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. So going, obviously, next, so you're through the academy now, like, mm-hmm. growing up through the academy system and that, did you, do you have any struggles or like setbacks? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I had like any like really big ones, you know, like nothing that no one else would have gone through. Um I'd say when I the probably the biggest challenge for me was probably like myself in terms of when I was like a lot younger, I used to be like quite uh I used to be like quite emotional, you know, like so if something didn't go, if something didn't go my way, like I'd get angry, things like that, you know, like, and that obviously is something that can hold you back if, like, it's taken the wrong way, you that's know. Ex- but, that's exactly, that's exactly how I was when I was younger as well. Yeah, yeah, so you get it, you get it. get um, it, because, you see, when I, obviously, being a goalkeeper, you know, when I was younger, yeah. I used to get so, obviously, emotional and the fact of, yeah. like, conceding, conceding and that, that, yeah, and that exactly. will affect you. Oh, yeah, exactly. But yeah and it, it's not just in like it's not just in matches as well it's in training sessions as well you know like mm-hmm. sometimes like that was probably that was probably my biggest challenge was just to like you know making sure like the, the men- mentally that I was doing the right things you know because it's because you know it's e- like you you'll understand when I say this like it's easy to just if you you know that like, if you say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person you know like yeah yeah like, yeah like be the end of your like football career just like that so like and I mean it's the same with a lot of things you know like if you say something wrong to like your coach or your boss or whatever like it could it could end your what you're doing like there and then so like that was probably yeah. the biggest thing for me so what you said you used to chat back and that I'd sometimes sometimes <laughs> like, there was this there was this one situation yeah where um I would have been I was I was older at this time as well I think I was about 13 13 14 mm. um and we were doing and I'd been I was we were that was at the age where you know like the under like 13s would train at the same time as the under 16 so like you'd just be all in a big group oh and yeah, just be yeah. Like groups in that and we were doing 1v1s and I was against this like he was a top player under 16 as well so he was like three years older than me and we're doing 1v1s right and I was like, I was holding my own. I was doing all right, yeah. Yeah, and, okay. And the, and he, he beat me. He beat me a couple of times, obviously. And one time he beat me, yeah, the coach is like, the coach started getting onto me. Like, he was like, how are you letting him beat you? Things like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. And yeah. I've, I've gone back and I've said, he's like, he's three years older than me. Like, I've, I'm doing my best. I've, I've won the ball back like a couple of times from him as well you know and you haven't said anything to me like why you and I'm the younger guy you know you should if anything you should be giving yeah. me more praise. 
And that was that was probably the, the one situation I remember because after that I was I was head loss really. Like I I think no, I think I, 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 I don't think I don't think you're the wrong to say that though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I might not have been the wrong, but you know, like at the end of the day, you're not really supposed to talk back to anyone. Yeah, you know? I but hear you. I even even if you're in the right or the wrong, but because I remember I, I ended up I walked I walked off I walked off the session after that. Like it was like, it was towards the end anyway, but I walked out of the session because I, I knew like if I stay here, I'm gonna say something stupid and mm-hmm. I'm gonna regret it for like the rest of my life. So I ended up walking on a session and one of and a different coach, like he saw me walk off. So like he gave me like five minutes and then he just came to talk to me and just explained to me, like, you know, like the not the reasons why the guy was saying it, but like just explaining to me like how I should have dealt with it or how I could have dealt with it better, you know. Um but yeah, that's one thing I'll definitely remember. That's one thing I'll always remember. Yeah, that's calm, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what? They they didn't do anything to you after that? Nah, nah. Like that was that was on that was on the Tuesday. We were next in on the Thursday, and it was all forgotten about by then. Like just like a quick apology, and then everyone moved on. So yeah. <laughs> so what? You didn't have any like injuries growing up, like. Um, when you were younger, like maybe like you when you were ten, like ten to like. 10. I had, I had um, I had Osgood Schlatters, you know, you know that thing where you get on your knee, like yeah. a little like. I had that um, so that kept me out for like a few, maybe like six weeks, something like that. But I never had like a really serious injury, um, thankfully. So like, fortunately, like I know a lot of people, like played with a lot of people that have had like serious injuries when they're young. But fortunately for me. I never, I never had anything like that. So, yeah, I'm blessed in that department. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, man. So, uh, mm. like, how was it? You see, going obviously from being at academy system from the age of nine. So you've already explained how like your dad was really like good with managing you and that. So, would it, so there wasn't any, any like pressure since you were in the academy system. Now, was there any like pressure? You mean like, like from them like, oh yeah, you have this chance like to make it this and that. Nah, nah, I never, I never really had pressure like that. Um, like I said before, like I had a lot of good people around me, um, like my mom and my dad. And also I think it helped because my brother was also like in an academy. Um, he's, he's five years older than me. So when I was like, when I first joined the academy, he'd, he's, he'd been there for at least a good two, three years, you know, so like they knew how to deal with it and things like yeah, that. That's good. Um, so yeah, what, so, so they already was, know that. So they've been through it once, so they know now yeah. they can learn from that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. They knew how to deal with like everything, you know, like from from you know, like the player review meetings, they knew how to deal with them and up until like, you know, say like if I thought I had a bad game, you know, they knew how to like talk to me about it and things like that, you know. So but that's that's yeah. good. definitely. But then what was the schedule like though back then? Like, well, at, at that point, did you did you think like, oh, football's the only thing I want to do? Uh, maybe when you were like nine, when you were like 12, 11, at that point, yeah, probably like, say, yeah, yeah, I'd probably say it was around that age, you know, like when I was like, when I was like, when I first joined, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like, you know, okay, now, now I'm here, this is all I want to do. I probably, it took me maybe like a year or two to think, yeah, this mm. is, this is want to do i want to be a like a i don't i always wanted to be a footballer but but up until like 10 years old 
I would say like, you know, after, after like I turned like 10, 11, blah, blah, blah. That was probably when I was like, yeah, this is all I want to do. And I'm going to focus on, on stuff like that. So I think, I think for me, the biggest, the biggest thing was probably we had the retain and release stuff at the end of the tens or something. And I think seeing, I don't think I realized like how big of a deal getting released was until I saw like my mates getting released. So they had retaining releases like back then and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it was, and I remember it specifically, we were doing, we were doing futsal and, um, and I think everyone got handed letters. Like obviously like people had been, the people that were getting released had been told like before, but everyone had to get like letters, like as a, like a formality. And I don't think I realized how big of a deal like getting released was until I saw like my mates, you know, like knowing that I wouldn't be able to play with them again because they're getting released and stuff like that. That was probably the moment I was like, yeah, right. I need to like work hard and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so deep at that young age, like you're just yeah. like raw. This exactly, is deep. exactly. So it's already like so at such a young age, it's already ingrained in you like, listen, you're fighting for your sport. This is yeah. like, this is a yeah. serious thing. So exactly. it's a thing where like you, you have to you have to grow up quick and learn that discipline. Hundred, like, yeah, man. Because it's like, oh, if you don't work hard, if you don't, boom, your dream's gone. Exactly, exactly. But it's mad because obviously those guys, man, for example, their parents or the guys who got released, yeah, their parents might have like put so much pressure on them at such a young yeah. age to obviously perform yeah. this and that. Now they're getting released yeah. and now they'll feel like so bad because obviously their parents have put so much pressure on them and everything. Yeah. And if they do end up not making it, like over the years, they might struggle to obviously make something yeah. out of themselves. Yeah, exactly. Especially, especially if you think about it, like how much time and effort they would have put into it. Like it would have been like the same for them as it was for me. You know? That was probably all they wanted to do. And then once you're told, oh, you can't be here anymore, they've got to find either another club or something else to do. So yeah, yeah it would have been different. So what you see, so you said obviously from that re- um, return and release point, that's when you knew like yeah, cool. Yeah. So before that, yeah, there wasn't actually. So before that, there wasn't actually like anything else that you were like, oh, I might want to be that when I grow up. Um, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say there was anything else specifically, you know. But at the same time, I wouldn't say football was like my world, if you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like the be all and end all, but. Like and it was probably like I said, like after that that point when I was like, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah. that's calm, man. So yeah, man. Up through the ranks of Nottingham Forest Academy, like was it all like flying? So now you're going through like under fourteens, under fifteens, under sixteens. Were you always the guy? Like were you always playing week in week out? Like how was that? Um. I I did I played I did play a lot when I was like when I was like at that age group yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was the guy you know we had like a really good team even back then you know um mm. like we had we had a few ballers and stuff like that but I think and I was I'd probably say I was about under 14s when I first started playing up um with the olders and that um so yeah that was that was like when you know, like when you start playing up, that's when you feel like, yeah, okay, like I'm one of the better ones. Now. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You feel like I'm good enough to go play up with things like, like with the older lot and that. So that was probably 
that was probably like a big deal for me, like in terms of like my confidence and that. Mm. So when, yeah. so when you obviously you got that first like England call up the England camp around that like, under 15s and that, like, were you, yeah. did you expect that? Were you expecting that? Or how did that nah. happen? Nah, genuinely, genuinely. I, I didn't expect it. I like, because we had, we had Arvin in the year above us, right? Yeah. Arvin, Arvin had gone to England and like, that mm. was like, I think he was like the first one, you know, like from the academy, like either in a long time or ever. So like, yeah. that was like a big shock. And then, like, yeah, I, we Alex. Didn't, yeah, then me and Alex. And, and there's a funny story, right? Me, when <laughs> we, got, we got told. Wait, did we, we go, was, did we go to the same camp? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Oh, sh- uh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, I think we did because it was the one at Loughborough, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was what was it? And um, yeah, so we did we trained and everything. This was because obviously it was in summer. Mm. We trained and everything. And um after the training session, the coach pulls us aside and he's like he was like, um, how, how do you guys think you've played like in this this last season, stuff like that? And he was like, and we were both like, yeah, we we think we've done pretty well, stuff like that. Um, and he was like, yeah, we think so as well. And England obviously did as well. And they want you to go to their, um, like the introduction camp, you know, the, like yeah, the training. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, when we found out, yeah, like they gave us the letters and that. And after he told us, when we were walking back to the change, changing rooms, we didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even, we didn't even say a word to each other. Like we, we didn't even say a word. Like we, we had the letters, but and the coach was behind us, and he was like, "You, you know, you guys can be happy about it. You know, like this is a big deal." Like, and me and Alex, we were silent from the way to the pitch to the change. We didn't say anything to each other. Bro. Like. It was almost as if we was in shock, but yeah, that was that was pretty. What? So you might were gassed or nothing? I think nah, we were gassed, yeah, we were gassed, but we wanted to be composed as well, innit? Mm-hmm. So we so we tried not to we tried not to show like how excited we was, but nah, it was. I remember that that was um, yeah, that was that was a big that was a big moment to be told like yeah, we think you're good enough to play for England, so yeah. That's good, man. Nah. The whole experience was was good, man. Yeah, definitely. Hey, did we play? Which game did we play together in? Um, I think we went to the same one when we played against Turkey. Yeah, we did that one. Um, the one when we went to Scotland on the 16s. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember we that. We did that one. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. We had some good moments in England camps, man. No, it's nostalgia. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So what? It, lo- so, it doesn't feel as long as what it is, but it was actually quite a long time ago when you think Bro, that was like the first England under 15 camp. That was like, what, four years ago? Four or five years ago now. Five years, bro. That's crazy. Crazy. Mm. Getting old. <laughs> Trust me. So what? When you obviously get that England call up from there, did it? So obviously you being, you and Alex being the... The, like maybe like the second ones from the academy getting recognized by England. Like did, did your yeah. did your status at the club like take off from then? They start pushing you more, all of that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, you know, we got like there was definitely like as soon as we got like that call up, that was probably like the standards that we that were expected from us, probably like 
rose a little bit, you know, like, because mm-hmm. not, not, not because, like, the call-up, not specifically because the call-up came, but because, like, you know, they didn't, they probably didn't want it to get to our heads, you know, so, like, yeah. they, they made, they made sure that we, we've kept our feet on the ground and things like that, but, um, yeah, the standards that was expected from us definitely, definitely rose once that came. Nice, man. That's good. That obviously they did that, so you guys didn't get too big time. Yeah, obviously, definitely, man. You guys playing, obviously, you and Alex playing for, obviously, England, being at Nottingham Forest, you guys doing your team playing up. Like, there was a point yeah. in time where you guys were like, bear clubs are on you, everything, yeah. this and that. Like, how, how did that feel? It being was... a rising, being a rising baller. <laughs> um, it it was like a bit. I don't know. Like it felt good, you know, because that's like obviously like no one wants to like sound arrogant or anything like that. But having like that type of attention on you, it's a good feeling, you know. Like yeah. it means you're doing something right in it. But um, I think it was a big deal in terms of like what it meant it meant like we were playing well it meant people thought we were good players thought we had like potential to do like well for them and things like that but at the same time you know it was also not a target on our backs but you know it meant that we had to make sure everything we did everything that we did was right so there was obviously a little bit of pressure that came with it as well mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that, that's that's the thing most people don't see yeah, they, yeah. They, just, they just see that, oh, you got their clubs on you. This guy is yeah, so yeah, yeah. Exactly. Especially especially being, like, only when you're, like, what, 15, 16 at the time, you know, like, you don't, you're not really taught, like, how to deal with stuff like that um, at that type of age. So, like, yeah, it was, it was definitely, like, new. Obviously, it was a good feeling, but obviously, like, there was pressure that came with it as well. Mm. Yeah. So what? What what helped you what like helped you not let that get to your head? Um, probably just I think it helps that Alex was there as well. So like obviously we played for the same team, went to the same school, things like that. So it helps like that we were both I knew that he was in the same situation as I was, and he knew that I was in the same situation as he was in as well. So um that that definitely helped. Um but also I'd say like the fact that the coaches that we had, like they were, we had like a, or at least I think so anyway, like there were decent coaches that managed to keep like our feet on the ground and stuff like that. So, so yeah, there was definitely, definitely like those two things I'd say were probably the biggest, biggest deal. Yeah, that's hard. That's calm. Yeah, man. Sure, you man, <laughs> stay grounded, isn't it? <laughs> so how yeah. did it, so how did it get to the point of you obviously deciding to obviously leave the club that you were at since like yeah. the age of nine, going mm. abroad away from obviously all your friends. Yeah. Um how did I that think, come about? I mean it kind of it kind of came about like so this was this was about the same time as scholars. Um so like everyone was getting offered their scholars and stuff like that at this time. And I'd had I'd had interest from like a couple of clubs in England. Um, so like I went to visit them stuff like that and it was it was really it was like really cool like just seeing because obviously I was in Cat 2 innit so Mm. obviously like the facilities that we had were obviously going to be different to what like you would have had at Chelsea and 
mm. what like other clubs would have had it cut on. Um, they were enticing you, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like giving all them promises and, um, but now nah, I think when I think when Leipzig like, I think they were just like kind of like they didn't kind of expect me to like want to go there, you know. But they just said to my agent like, if he wants to come and have like have a look and stuff like that, like he kind of like we're interested in him, blah blah blah. So mm. like. It would it would have been stupid to not go, you know. Like you want to yeah, like, know what all your options are. You want to know what all your options are. Um, so so that's that we, a crazy experience. Yeah, definitely. Because that was, I was I was like sixteen at the time, and this was like when I first went to visit. This was like before like GCSEs and that, you know. So like that yeah, was, yeah. was right in the middle of that. Um, so like we went to visit them, and at the time, like the their team so to speak was like Leipzig Leipzig itself is like it's a really young team you know like if you look mm. at the first team you hardly see anyone older than like 26 something like that you know like it's a like really young team like they love youth um so like that was obviously like a big thing for me being a young player um and yeah that's kind of like how that came around we just went to visit spoke stuff like that and yeah, that was, it was, once I went to visit and saw, like, the facilities and that, it was game over, to be honest with you. So, so what, did you, did you train there? Did you check where you're going to be staying, this and that, that? Yeah. What so made what, you, oh, yeah, got you. What they, what they had is, like, they, they have, like, rooms on campus, it. So, like, mm. they'll have, so, like, there must have been about 50 rooms or something where, like, the under-17s, it would have been, the under-17s would have stayed in. And obviously some of the under nineteens as well. So like they showed they showed me around them. They showed me like what the facilities were, and also like they showed like how like how they develop players. You know, like in terms of like you know the coaches, things like that. Like what the mm. coaches have done, like the players that are there right now. You know, it was like because there was a really like talented. They've got a really talented academy. You know, so that was like another big thing as well, being able to play with. Top good players, players yeah something that you want to do like like all the time so that was another big reason to why i chose chose to go there so you didn't have like an issue with like the language barrier or anything nah nah because i did um i i i never really felt like that would be like a big deal you know like mm-hmm. i like learning the language to me is something like that i've always wanted to do anyway so like that kind of like helps help me decide where I wanted to go. Like and also I didn't find it too difficult like learning one. So yeah, I'd, I'd done Spanish at GCSE, like and I found that easy. Um, okay. <laughs> I did Spanish <laughs> um and I was like, well, you know, I know I, I know I can do it. It's just like mm. up to me like, if I'm like going to do it, you know. Going so to, yeah. I hear it. Like, but it's mad because obviously at the same time obviously you went around, I had the opportunity to obviously go abroad. So I went mm. to I went to Italy in it with um, mm, yeah, yeah. Milan. Yeah. But but the thing is like I enjoyed the tree and that but I just I just felt like I wasn't ready to go. I wasn't ready to move abroad yeah. and that. So yeah. I don't know, like it's mad obviously the way you're saying that. But yeah, back then yeah. I just feel like I just wasn't I wasn't ready. Like I don't think I'll be able to hack it like there away from yeah. home. Obviously, 
way that how like, how was that how was the experience like how did you cope like being away from home after um, every day i i enjoyed it to be honest with you like i i enjoyed it because it wasn't like it wasn't like we were like i was thrown in like the deep or anything like that like because like i said i was living like on on campus in the academy so it wasn't like you know i had to cook for myself had to clean but i didn't have to do like anything like that you know um so like it wasn't i didn't feel like i had to do as much as what other people might have had to do if they were going to move away you know okay so they made it easier for you yeah it was made easy like you know like like living on living on the academy you know like with the other players as well like one that will like help you get to know your teammates um off the pitch as well like living all together stuff like that like you're almost like roommates isn't it Mm. um then like you your meals are done for you stuff like that like if you ever have like a injury or problem like you can literally just go downstairs to the physios and like you can talk to them about it if you want to do like any extra training or gym or anything like that you can just go into the facilities just like that so it was like pretty yeah it was pretty easy to like adapt to it um because it wasn't and like the language thing as well like they made it easy like a lot of the players obviously a lot of the players spoke english at the start anyway so that Mm. that helped but also like I, i managed to learn quickly because like the coaches, they would only speak to me in German. So like, I had to make sure that I understood what they were saying, which meant like I had to take my lessons seriously and things like that. And also being, a, if everyone around you is speaking German, like you're going to pick up like a few words and stuff like that, like eventually. So yeah, it was, it was a good transition. That sounds, I think. That sounds live, man. Yeah, it was, it was. Sounds lit. But it's so mad because obviously not many not many young players obviously have that experience and obviously going abroad. Mm. Obviously, you've seen like people like before you, like Sancho. Yeah. And then obviously you from you, you and Nonny from our age group, like. Yeah. Mad like for how like how did obviously those next two years go? Like footballing wise, off the pitch wise, how was that? Um, I'd say off the off the pitch, I think it went like really well, you know, like the good thing about it was like I managed to make friends like pretty quickly I didn't I didn't feel like I was like lonely at any point or anything like that you know I didn't feel like like homesick or anything but at the same time you know like and at the same time like if I had like a weekend off or something they were easy about it like they would say yeah go home spend time stuff like that the coach the coaches were really helpful as well you know they were like what what I would do is if I had a weekend off I would train because training was in the afternoons I would train Friday afternoon Mm. I'd be allowed to fly Friday night sometimes then obviously Saturday Sunday at home and they would they would let me fly on Monday so like I'd I'd managed to like I'd miss the Monday training sessions sometimes um, because Monday's like that's that's lit though like so what you can come back and forth to your family often yeah yeah so like that that definitely made it easier as well um and then and on the pitch as well I think it was pretty good like the training session thing like I learned like a different way of like how they play football because like Leipzig you know it's like energy you know they they want you to be aggressive they want you to be fast like they like everything they are everything about them is just like direct but not like not like long ball direct but you know like play quickly direct you know Mm -hmm. um no, that's good. It's like a whole, like whole new experience from obviously the English, 
academy system. That's that's yeah. real good to have in your, mm. in your obviously in your career. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it there. So obviously, like, how was it going on loan? Like, being like going on loan over there. Like, did you actually did you experience like any like discrimination or like feeling left out because obviously you're foreign from a foreign country? Um, nah, not not when I was in Germany. Like in Germany, like every everyone. I didn't like experience anything like that in Germany. Um, like everyone around me, like was, like, like they were good people, you know. So they, they like made sure they looked out for me, stuff like that. They made sure like, like I didn't feel like as if I was, like lonely or anything like that. Um, I didn't like I didn't really suffer any discrimination, um, which is that was that was one thing I was like a little bit nervous about when I first mm. moved to be it's obviously like Leipzig you know it's it's in East Germany like that's one thing um, yeah and but I think the thing that helped is that like it's an up-and-coming city and it's quite like a young city you know like even the team like the team was only founded like 12 years ago or something you know um mm -hmm. but like it's an up-and-coming team so I think that helped you know like not there wasn't too many people that were like old-fashioned around or anything like that yeah um, that's good to hear man yeah Definitely. So yeah, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was like lonely or anything like that. No. Hmm. Yeah. So during like during the like period obviously of and like, did you have any like struggles or setbacks? Um, I probably yeah, I'd say that was that was probably the time where injuries probably hit me hardest. Um hmm. so and yeah, like I said, it was it was never like one big one you know it would always be like the little ones you know like yeah say if yeah. you're yeah say like if you once you're getting in a rhythm you know like then something will happen and then you're out for like a week and then you come back and then something will happen again and you're out for two weeks and it was just like a little bit annoying and especially especially my last season at Leipzig you know like that was really annoying because we were we were in the youth cup and stuff like that so obviously that was another another competition like that we wanted to like do really well in and things like that but I think I must have missed like three or four games to like injury or something and they, the thing about it was like they were all different injuries as well so that was that was annoying but because like that was like the youth league is something an opportunity to like express yourself like it's an international stage in it so yeah, yeah like injuries are injuries are too annoying man yeah but that's yeah. that's that's obviously the behind the scenes of the journey that people don't see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. So what? So if not for those injuries, do you think like you'd be in around like the first team getting games there, like on the bigger stage? Um, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I probably I probably don't think so because the way that the way that everything, the way that was like the club was being run, like like part of the reason in me leaving was because like everyone that was there when I'd signed like after like a year like they'd all like moved Left. on and stuff like oh, that. yeah so, like, that's the story yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's when that happens it's so peak like yeah exactly and that's like that's football man yeah mm, exactly like the Tough. I think the only people the only people that were there when I signed were like the 
like academy director, like, and the under 17 coach, apart from that, like it was, and like, obviously like a few people like behind the scenes as well. But like, mm. apart from that, you know, there wasn't really, too, there were like the club changed a lot, like in, in that year that I signed. Um, when it, and when it changes a lot like that, it's P mm. because obviously yeah. a new set of people now, and yeah, they have yeah, all their yeah. opinions and they want to yeah, bring in yeah. their players. And they're exactly. like, oh, who, who brought this guy in? Like, I didn't bring yeah, this guy in. Yeah, exactly, they don't really exactly. care about that player that they didn't bring in. Yeah, you get? Exactly. And that's how, that's what happens behind the scenes that like, people don't see. So People don't understand like how football actually works. But mm. yeah, that's that was... So if I'm honest, probably I probably I probably wouldn't be like around the first team. Um, because just because of the way like everything, everything turned out. Um, but, you know, like at the same time, you know... Um, who knows? Like, if you play, every anyone knows. Like, if you played well, stuff like that. Um, with the like, with the injuries, that was really annoying. But if I had played well, if, especially in the youth league as well, because that's like the biggest competition. You're play- That's the competition you're playing against the best players. Mm. Um, like, so yeah. But if I'm being honest, probably not. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hear it. Hear yeah. But that's the thing. Like with football, yeah. it's a thing where you could be sick here, yeah, but. It's all about that having that opportunity and having those obviously people who are ready to obviously support your development and give you that, those chances. Yeah, that's the thing. There's an element. Yeah. There's obviously an element of luck to it. Mm, of course, of course, yeah. But now you're back in ends, back in England. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. How do you feel about that, that, that? Man, I'm looking forward to it. I am because. Like being back, it's kind of like, you know, being back to like what I'm used to kind of, you know, like obviously I'd been abroad for like a couple of years, but mm. now, you know, like I'm back in the rounds, I'm used to like how English clubs do things, you know, like what training sessions are like, what gyms like, you know, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to like getting, getting started properly. That's good, man. Soon come, soon come first team debut, all of that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's obviously I've got a lot of work to do and stuff like that, but yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Wow, that's good, man. But obviously, the aim of this podcast is obviously seeing, like, giving people an insight into who, like, who we are beyond football. So, yeah. who who are you beyond football? Um, I'd say. If you asked anyone that was like close to me, like one of my my friends or something like that, they'd probably say that I'm like quite a relaxed person, you know, like I'm not, I don't really stress about too much. Um, Like I like, I try to be like positive when I can, stuff like that. Mm. Um, Like even, and I'm like, I'm a lighthearted kind of person, you know, so like I won't take, I won't take things too seriously. But at the same time, you know, like, if it's time to work, then I'll I'll work. But yeah, that's that's probably like the type of person I am. That's probably the type of person I say I am. No, yeah, that's good, man. So, what's your identity like beyond the game? Because obviously, we heard about like guys who are like obviously not in. Well, obviously, during that retain and release program where they've gone through the system and they're like they've like football's all they've had like through the years, and now it's taken away from them. They don't have that identity, so they feel like there's no hope. Like, what, what's yeah. the identity you think for you? Um, 
it's a tough question. Ask yeah, it is. Comes it, is one. it is a tough one. Um, I'd say probably. I'd probably say like. Man, that is a tough question, bro. Uh, <laughs> and this is um, this is what I'm trying to obviously highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. It's important. I'd, yeah, I'd say if I wasn't, if I didn't like have football around me and things like that, I'd say to describe myself, I'd probably say like I'm a I'm like a people person, you know, where like I I probably I look out for. I look out for others as much as like I look out for self, for myself, you know, like I'm not, I'm mm. I'm selfish, like that. I look out for other people. Um, I try to like, I try to like get involved. I'm not afraid of like trying new things, you know, like mm-hmm. I think, I think that's probably, that's probably part of the reason why I went to Germany because I'm not afraid of trying new things. Cause that's like my personality, you know, like that's I'm good. the type of person. You have to yeah, be brave. Like, you have to be brave yeah, to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm the type of person, you know, like, instead of not wanting to try something because it's new and, I, and it's like, it's foreign, you know, like I don't, I don't understand it. I'm the type of person to go, you know what, let me try this. And if I enjoy it, then good. And if I don't enjoy it, then, then, then I didn't enjoy it. Move, just move, move on. Move, like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good, man. That's good. Yeah. So if, if it was to stop now. Yeah. What would you do? What would I do? Man. What would you do if it was taken away from you? What would you if, do? I'd what I'd want to do. I'd mm. wanna, to be honest, something that interests me a little bit is like sports journalism, mm-hmm. like right because like I I didn't I I I enjoyed writing at school, like you know, like I enjoyed I I enjoyed like a lot of people didn't enjoy school. I enjoyed school, you know. Like, mm. What grades you got? What grades? Um, GCSE, I got, I got an eight, a few sevens, okay. a few sixes, and a five. So what? A stars, A stars, and A's. So, uh, like in, in, I got like one, one A star, and like a few A's and stuff like that. But yeah, that's calm. I, like I said, I enjoyed, I enjoyed school. Um, I enjoy school, so like if uh, if football was taken away from me, I probably want to do something that had to do with like writing or something, you know, like sports journalism because you know, like you're still in and around sport and stuff like that. But like, yeah, you're able to write about it, and also like you get to like use your opinions, you know, like mm. it's not it's not something where oh you have to write about this this and this. You can like talk about it from your point of view and something like that. So. Something like that would probably be what I'd what I'd want to do. Yeah, no, that's good, bro. Because obviously you having that that shows that you obviously mm. have a vision. If it, if it was to take be taken away from you, it wouldn't yeah. be a thing where you'd be like, oh, like what am I gonna do now? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. What am I gonna do now? Oh, that's I don't want to do anything else. That like, there's no hope for me. There's no like <laughs> it's good. Obviously, yeah, you yeah. have that. Yeah, exactly. Like some people, you know. Like a lot of a lot of people that play football, you know, they will not purely be focused on football. Like, and and it's not it's not a bad thing, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you've like it's good to be focused on what you want to do. But at the same time, you know, like it's a little bit like naive to not think about what if, you know, like what what am I gonna do if it doesn't and work out? Do you think? And that's the thing, right? Let's go back to where we started in it. 
yeah. the the marketing sense and the business sense of the football system, it makes you mm. think that obviously that discipline that's ingrained with you from mm. such a young age, it makes you think that yeah. oh, it doesn't really it doesn't really allow um young footballers to think of that what if. But that yeah, what if is important. Exactly, exactly. Like and like you were saying before, you know, like the the smarter football, like smarter footballers, you know, they will they will all like have something else, you know, they'll all be doing something like, you know, the ones like at the very top might be doing like investing, things like that, you know, like other ones, like there's a lot, like there's a lot of footballers now that are doing like, like what, like what you're doing, you know, like doing studying on the side, you know, like a lot of people are doing that now as well because they know that. It's not for, it's not for the lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Football, a footballer, like they retire, like what, like mid 30s, something like that, like, what yeah. are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for the rest of your life? Do this. Who are you, you beyond to, football? Exactly. You need to do something. So, yeah, like that's that's why a lot of people like need to understand that you have to have something else. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be something like you know that will make you money or something. It just has to be something you enjoy. Like mm. that you can do after, word, 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 after word. Finish football or if you have to stop for some reason. But yeah, exactly, bro. And obviously, hopefully, everyone that's listening, everyone that's watching, obviously, highlights that. Obviously, the obviously the elite players, a lot of my teammates, everyone, they don't really understand that. Yeah. But it's good, obviously, the more and more we do this podcast, obviously, hopefully it blurs and the more people, like, like get that understanding of having an identity beyond the game of football. Because, obviously, we don't want that situation where with um, Jeremy Weston and that, Mm. Where we don't want that to happen again. Yeah. So it's important to uh, have conversations like this. Obviously, hearing that from you, obviously, give the younger generation and other people, they will yeah. see that it's important. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been good, bro, hearing about your story, man. I hope you guys who are listening get insight into obviously the life of a young footballer moving abroad how it is being in an academy system from a young age and just the importance of having an identity beyond football, bro. Just thanks for jumping on. Yeah, no problem, man. It's good to good to let people know what I've been through and obviously good to have this conversation as well. Good, bro. Soon. I'll probably, hopefully we play against each other soon, eh? Yeah, man. That'll be, that'll be fun. That'll be fun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I remember back in training in England days... <laughs>